ballin' for the seventh time. So sincere, but don't get out of line. AI and it's prime hardin' at the line. Swish, you do it on me all night. Yeah, I wanna bust it down to a stay like. All right. Hey, what's up, everybody? We're right here at DG Boxing, right here in beautiful LBC and Long Beach. 5660 East PCH. You can always come in. You ain't got to just listen. You can come look at our ugly asses. We're here every single Sunday, 1230, 1 o'clock. Uh, DG Boxing. Make sure you guys, when I say DG Boxing, we've just been fortunate to have a place to do something like that. Uh, where we're at, right here in Long Beach. Beautiful Long Beach. We're about, about a mile from the water. Uh, but a couple things about DG Boxing, guys. It's not just boxing. I mean, you get in shape. They got fitness. They got self-defense. If, if you can't, you know, you're afraid of your own self. Come on in, they'll teach you to get some, some get some webos. Uh, they also, if you think you're really bad, they even got some competition boxing. They got one-on-one -on -one classes, they got group classes. It, it don't matter, just come on in, they'll get you in shape. Uh, if, if you don't even figure out the boxing thing, at least you get in shape. Just call 562, tell them Cochino sent you, 986-9421. Uh, and don't forget, get a sticker, get a DG boxing sticker, put it on your car, You'll get a free shirt just to come on in. I know some of you people out of state stuff can't do that, but the local, my LBC, you guys gotta represent every single Sunday right here. And don't forget to go on dgboxinggyms.com. It'll tell you the whole thing. Just mention Cochino every time, and it'll, it'll hook you up and take care of you. So what we we do on a podcast, and like I said, we do it every single Sunday, uh, and we talk about from comedians, we talk to MMA fighters, boxers, we we do it all. Anybody doing? If you know anybody in the Long Beach area doing something for kids, ladies. Stuff like that. Let, let us know, man. We'd love to interview because it's not just about comedy. Because no matter what the subject is, we can throw comedy on that thing. And so we, so we got today. Now, again, it's our second episode with my girl Yadi. Yadi, say what's up. Hey, how are we doing today, Yadi in the house? And then, see, that, that's my girl, little, little cute little girl. I, I, again, she, she says she says what's on her mind, and she's not like you know, most, like I said, most women are cuckoo. But uh, she's cool like that. She, she, I, I keep it under control. Okay, she's out of control right now. Uh, but <laughs> that's beside the point. But she, she's my girl. She's going to be my new co-host. Uh, so it's great. definitely not only worth uh, listening, it's very well worth to come out and check us out. We have a good time right here at DG Boxing. Uh, remember, right here on PCH, almost by Cal State Long Beach. I wish we could get some of the, 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 the college kids to come on in and do our thing. So today, 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 we got a special, special guest. I need you guys to uh, go ahead and give an applause thing. All right, we just do it like that. We got all our three people in the house. Uh, we got a special guest. I, I don't, I like it so much because I don't know him that well. So I, I'm, I got some questions I want to ask him. And you guys get a chance to hear uh, firsthand right here at the Cochino Podcast. A podcast show. So uh, give it up, you guys. Give it up for my boy Stacy Taylor. Give it up for Stacy Taylor doing his thing. Stacy, how you doing, man? I'm all right, man. I'm all right. Thanks for having me on the show. This, this is cool. So how, how did we how did we encounter each other? How did, how did we encounter each other through Rod West? He's my partner. He brought me out there to uh, the Starlight, and uh, he actually put me on. You put me on sight unseen. You heard my story. Right there, and right there on the spot. And I went up there and I let the joint on, on fire for you. There, there you go, man. I'm, I'm a nice guy, yes. and I normally don't do that. That's right. He, and I, my boy's Rod. Rod. So I'll, you know, he said if you weren't funny, yeah. I'd have whipped his ass because you're too big to whip. That's right. I, I think I can get him. Uh, so that's why I always tell someone, let, let me know. And I get a lot of that. I get a lot of requests. You know, just doing it with the starting gate. People always like, hey, uh, can I get on there? And do I said, man, who, who do you work with? Yeah. And how long you been doing stand-up? 
if you want to get on that stage, because I think it's a, it's a little privilege. Uh, you know, it's a nice world. Where, where did you come from? What, what, what's your story? Where, where did you? Where were you born, and raised? How, how did it happen? Well, I was born in uh, L.A., South Central Los oh, Angeles. L.A. South Central Los Angeles. Uh, born on uh, Maine in uh, '94. Why did Friday. I think you were born and raised? I don't know why. <laughs> born and raised, L.A. native. L.A. native. L.A. native. So you, you little dude, when you when you were a little young, little young, little young buck, yeah. what, what was the story? Man, you get in trouble. What, what'd you do? Well, you know, I got in uh, got in a lot of trouble. Come to realize, I had uh, daddy issues like a stripper, so I wasn't physically fit to get on the pole. You know what I mean? So what? I, so I aggressed <laughs> other ways. You there know you what I mean? So how'd yeah. you do that? Well, uh, you know, I got a, I was gang banging, drug dealing. You know, and uh, at uh, the age of 23, I wound up catching a life sentence. So I got busted with 40 gallons of PCP and uh, eight in the bed and attempted murder robbery. And I uh, just came home from prison. I've been home 21 months now. Wait, wait, life sentence. <laughs> let's bring that back. Let, let's 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 start with something. Let's, let's I know what you're talking about. Let, let's go back. Now, how old were you when that happened? So I know to go back a little further. I was 23 when I. Caught you were 23 that. when you when you caught that. Okay. So up until 23, I was a terrorist. Just, just selling drugs, gang banging in and out of juvenile camp programs. Why? You know, I, I did it all. I was I was I was a menace on these streets for real. Wow! So so you got so you got you, you were in the juvenile hall. You did you did the whole thing and, and, and did you go straight from juvenile hall to, to the big house? No, I went from juvenile hall, got out, uh, went to camp, got back out again, went to camp again, got yeah. back out of camp again, went to uh, California Youth Authority, got out of Youth Authority again, and then that's when I had. I so so what what do you think that stemmed from? Because there's kids out there, that, you know, the little 15, 14 year old gang banging. What 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 does that stem from? What? Well, being in prison, the reason why I came home because I started uh, designing programs in the, pro in the prison I was at to help people figure out what was wrong, why we wind up in prison. It's not it wasn't designed for us. You know what I mean? Right. Something happened in our lives, and most of it is some childhood trauma that went without without being resolved. You know, so right. when, when, as a kid, you don't have no tools to work with. You know what exactly. I mean? To deal with no certain issues, if you ain't got no. Uh, a support system around you right. to help you cope with what you're going through, you're going to lash out. Okay, so your support group, you, you had a mama, daddy, you, you had all but, that stuff, or daddy was gone? Well, my, my, my daddy was around to about, I was about nine, I guess. Then when my mama broke up by seven, and that's when it kind of started going rocky, you know. You were daddy. I, I, was, I was a daddy's boy, you know what I mean? And long story short, he left me on the porch too many times and told me he was coming to get me. You know, and that, I, I, and now I can sit back and see the rage, you know what I mean? I can right. sit back and me going to school now. And here's a little boy, daddy, walking him to school. Oh, so this can't be cool. I gotta make this not cool because my daddy's not walking me to school. So let me pick on this boy. Got your daddy walking you to school? You right. soft. You right. a sissy. You right. know, I walk to school by myself. I don't need no daddy. You know what I mean? And took his lunch money. And took his lunch money. So how many? How many? How many siblings is there? How, how many? Uh, I'm the middle child of uh, three boys. Okay. See, that's that middle kid again. That middle kid stuff. I always. You don't know if you love, too love, extra love, not enough love. So, so how, how many, three, four, five, how many How many kids? Oh, I got uh, two sons, that's it. No, no, I'm, I'm talking about where you in the middle. Oh, I was in the middle, right you, in the middle. You had an older brother? Yeah, my brother five years older than me and my baby yeah. brother's ten years younger than me. So there's three? There's three of them. So how, did they, how are they doing? They, they, did they think the same way they take the same route? Uh, they all took this. well, we took all took the same route to some degree. Right. Uh, my older brothers took the smoking crack. I took the selling it. <laughs> and my little brother took to just being an idiot. And so he's in prison right now. He's been in prison since 2001. Damn. Yeah. So that's like a vacation area. Yes, vacation. And, and the same thing, you think it's the same thing with, do you ever talk to your brothers about? about? Oh, yeah. Well, you know, I, I, I mean, I, I understand now. 
you know, it's everybody got the same story. It's, I mean, right. you know, everybody, it may be a little different story, but if you find yourself in prison and jails and, you know, selling drugs and gang banging, we all got some kind of childhood trauma that's been unresolved, you know, and we try to be somebody that, you know, uh, we want the world to portray us, as, well, we want to portray ourselves as, but it's all a character. We just make plans some characters that we made up. You wow. Know, that's our... So, so what would you say, I mean, we're on the radio, people are listening to us, what, what would you say to some of the, you know, 12, 13-year-old knucklehead thugs out there, you know, thinking they're going to do something, you know, but going to, going a different direction, you know, going opposite, what, 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 what kind of well, if advice I could, would you give them? If I could tell my 13, 14-year-old self, the advice I have right now, I would tell them that, you know, all that, the gangbanging lifestyle, it's a facade. That means it's a mirage, it ain't real. You know, the minute you go to prison, the minute you're not there to be used, uh, you know, they're gonna forget you and leave you dead. I spent 23 years in prison with a life sentence, and I, yeah, the man, whole neighborhood forgot about me. I wound up, you know up, the people that came through for me was the people that I never knew. Exactly. You know what I mean? Strangers, you know. I put myself on the website, you know, to meet women, and that turned out to be the best thing that ever happened to me because not crazy? just the fact that I was, you know, I went on there with bad intentions. I'm gonna meet these women, I'm in prison, you know what I mean, I, you know. But as you get to meeting these people, they become real to you, you know what I mean? It's like, where's well, somebody that don't know me, but care enough about me to write me, to come visit me, you know what I mean, send me pictures to make this time that I'm doing somewhat, you know. Like, like Yachty, he's talking about like going to prison and stuff like that. Are you that type of woman that would no, actually I'm, go meet a dude in I'm prison? I'm not on that dating site, no. <laughs> I'm, I'm not on the well, whole, no. What is dating site? or anything like that. No, no, no. Yeah. Uh, that, that doesn't work for me. Prisoner.com. So would you do that if, if you're man, if you're with your man? And if, Ooh, you that's some up, tough love right there. Uh, would you go visit him? Would you go? Definitely. If, put some if, money in his books? Yeah. It'd be tough. You're Latina too. So. Yeah, there's, if definitely. There's some love there. I would definitely support support my man. But yeah. I, I they would, do that. I yeah. Cholas do that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> He'd be locked up 20 years. They'll be at that door when he get out. Man. Like, I love that Vato. I'm like, man, you, you got to get away. The way that he holds me, he's choking you, bitch. You got to get out there. It's called thing. foreplay, but yeah. But that, that's that's a trip. So, I mean, that, that's the same thing. Now, you got you said you got you got two siblings. I got I mean, two, two, siblings. two kids. I got two kids, yes. Two, uh, boys and girls? Two boys. Two boys. Yes. How old? Uh, well, uh, one is 23 right now. He's in the pen. And Damn. the other one is deceased right now. He died seven months before I came home. Natural causes? Uh, 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 he was speeding. He was trying to be speed racing. Yes. Oh my Jesus. So do you do you visit or talk to your twenty three year old? Uh he calls me occasionally. He's in uh Arizona doing time. You know, they fly you around now. Catch some time. Now what, what is his what is his attitude? Now he saw daddy. Thirty days he was he he stayed out thirty days of me coming home. On the thirtieth day he went to jail. <laughs> so that <laughs> that's um That was like a period. That, yeah. <laughs> thirty day period. 30, that's it. And how, how how long when does he get to come out? He they gave him eleven years, about uh, almost close to two years ago. So and how old about, is he? He he will he he'll be twenty four in, in a few months. Good behavior. Could it be earlier? Or he get, uh, he, get, he get, he going to do this I think that's stretch. about it. I think that's that's the good. So he's been there before? No, it's first time in the penitentiary. Wow. That's a, okay. Now let's let's because again, I, I it's so fascinating of, of what stuff like that because. I know I, I did a lot of rotten bullshit and I can't believe I never went to prison because uh, I, I just either got caught or I did the right thing, uh, you know, evading the bullshit. So let's, let's go to the town. What, what did you get arrested for? I got arrested for uh, 40 gallons of PCP. 40 gallons, 40 of, gallons PCP. of PCP. 
And while I fight that case, two years later, I wound up catching another case of Aiden abetting attempted murder robbery. Attempted abetting murder. Aiden and abetting attempted murder robbery. Guilty on, on everything. Oh, yeah, guilty on everything. So, and how old were you? I was 23. You were 23. And, yeah. and, and, and you in court. You would, now, were you planning to go do that stuff? Oh, I wasn't planning to go to jail? No, no, were you planning with whatever crime you committed? Oh, yes, without a doubt. <laughs> and I had, a bunch, and and I had a bunch more crimes planned already, but they took me to jail and stopped me from doing it. <laughs> so so you, had, you had 40 gallons of PCP. Where? And how did, how did they catch you? Well, uh, it was a long story, but one of my partners did some real dumb shit early in the morning, and in the process of us trying to move it, Right, the stench of it. Right, 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 right. The house we put it in, it was stinking so much. Somebody called the uh, hazmat, called you know, someone's oh, oh, smelling something they like the gas or something or whatever. They when they stinking. came out, they, they were smelling it too. When the time they got in the house and they seen all the chemicals, the hazmat team came out, quarantined the block off. You know. Oh my Jesus! So you, you I wasn't in the house though. They had to catch me later on down the line. You know, but I was. So was it your place? It, 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 yeah, it was my place at okay. that time. So, yeah, whoever, whoever <laughs> you cut at that place, the one you got to do. Yeah, so, 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 you, so you get done, you, you get arrested. Do you, you think what's going to happen? So, how did the next thing happen? Well, did, was that was that when you were locked up already? Or what's that? Uh, the, the the aggravated uh, attempted murder. No, no, no. That happened. No, because I, I bailed out. I mean, I bailed out from the forty gallons. Okay. I was on the street fighting the case. Okay. Yeah, so I was still fighting. And then the you did that. And then it's I like, wanted to catch me if you can. I'm selling Probably. dope now, and in the process of selling drugs, somebody tried to rob me. My partner's shooting. You know what I mean? And, and, and so that's how that happened. Yeah. So, so now he, so and then he went and told the police because he got shot. You know what I mean? And so then he, he instead of him saying he robbed me, it was you know we we robbed him, took yeah. his life savings, right. and. You know, sent me to jail. <laughs> Shit. So with that, with that, that didn't look good for the first thing, the forty-gallon no. thing. No, because so. I'm already fighting. Then I got right. a, a history of child, you know, going back and forth to prison for selling drugs and right. you know getting caught with guns and but shit. You so don't have a chance. I didn't stand a chance. So when when you heard the word, I mean, I, I think I just shit on myself. If I heard the word, you know, give me a number. Yeah. Don't don't tell me life. <laughs> don't don't tell me life. They gave me life with the possibility of parole. That's what. That, that's At what twenty-three years about. old. At 23 years old. And, and what, 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 did, when they, when they, just even, what went through your head? Well, you know, it, the, the true story of the matter is, you know, I, I, I was, I, I cried in the inside like a bitch. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, I cried real hard. If you could have seen me inside, but the front of it, you know, I had my face up like, you know, yeah, whatever. You know, I, this ain't shit. You know what I mean? But yeah, I got another life. I'm a cat. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it, it didn't set well, right? At some time and point, when I was alone by myself, I cried like a bitch. Oh yeah. Oh, I mean, I, I, I watched. I watched Locker. I cried. Like a bitch. I watched Locker. Yeah. Because it was, you know, because it's like you realize at that moment. Could you twenty three you know, years old? I fucked up like, royally. You know, and my mama, my kids, I just had. I'm not gonna see them grow up. You know, I'm gonna die in this motherfucker. You know, it's like, wow, what the fuck did I do? So I mean, all is worth it. So you got in. You got, you got in. in. Uh, did you go to different prisons or just? Oh, I bounced you, you around a bunch of prisons. Everywhere. Every time I fucked up, they sent me somewhere else. So, so I did about seven. I went to seven different prisons. I throughout California. In, in California. California. Yeah, I seen them all. Caliphate. Okay, you found love, right? Well, well, no, I love. No, shit. I had to find us. Shit. I had to find myself first. Shit. That's what the first motherfucker had to find. Everybody was trying to find Nemo. I was like, shit, where the hell I'm at? Shit. I need to find me. Shit. So, Around about that same time. So, so all that was going on. Shit. So, so 23 years old, you get in. Door locks. Door locks. What are we thinking? Shit. I'm finna act a damn fool in prison. I got life sentence. 
I'm finna show out in this motherfucker. And I showed out. Now you did that because you know you got life, or you did that like because other motherfuckers gonna think something. Well, different. I, you know, before I left the street, I had a little money, so I, I had a reputation for being, you know, a character. You know what I mean? So I had to come to prison and make sure I kept that same mentality so going. Because if not, you know, that. somebody was gonna prey on that. You know what I mean? Because he, he was tough on the street with a bunch of money. Is he tough in the penitentiary now? Right. You know what I mean? Right, right. Can he make that transition? Yeah. So I had to, you know, quiet the, the, the critics real fast. You know. Real fast. So I just he act out. See, all this is was an act. Exactly. See, that's what, see, that's what I'm trying to tell. Bro. Right. All this a front. Whatever you do in front of the public eye when you live in this gangster lifestyle, it's a front. You know, it's more so you just trying to fit in and put this persona out that you want people to perceive you as. But at the end of the day, it's really not who you is. Because most of the time, I did some shit. It was like, man, I wish I wouldn't have did that. Exactly. That really ain't what I wanted to do. But he forced my hand. You know what I mean? You so, know, when you, when you said that's not what I wanted. When you when you talk about that, what did you want to do? I wanted to be a comedian all my life. I really did. What? As a kid, I watched Richard Pryor, Bill Cosby, Red Fox. I watched all the greats, Rudy Ray Moore. You know, I used to sit and listen to the album. I can still recite some of the shit that I. So what do you think then. prison was? A comedy club? Oh <laughs> some of, no! Before before I got to selling selling drugs and shit, but it was like the '80s happened, and Fury Rick got rich, and I watched him stealing cars. Okay. Then I started watching. Be rich as a million, that's some shit. The comedy shit is on hold, shit. Richard Pryor's still around. I'm finna sell dope, shit, this is easy. It's right here at my convenience, some shit. I went to selling drugs, took to it like a fish take the water. God damn. So, so, so you're doing this thing, so, so you locked up. Uh, do, do, you, do you see anything, do you see the light at the end of the tunnel when they were like, we might let Mr. Taylor. Not in the beginning. Whatever your number was, 05396. J75560. <laughs> Ladies, you heard that either? Never forget that number. Damn my life. I didn't kick that number out so many damn times. Boy, shit. Never forget that number in my life, man. I kicked that number out. But it was more so, uh, it was more so, like I said, I had to find myself. As I'm sitting in prison. So, yeah, I'm, what did you do in there? What? I, I, I mean, I'm doing a whole bunch of shit. I'm, I didn't Besides kicking ass yeah, and, no, I'm and just, acting a fool, was well, there anything positive? Oh, yeah. Said, at some point, about the 11, about the 11 to 12 year, I had a... 11 to 12 uh, years? 11 to 12 years. What, what the hell did you do in between? Just I was acting a fool? I was acting a fool about 11 to 12 years. <laughs> Damn. But at the 11 to 12 years, I, I, I had a, uh, a consultation hearing. And that's when the, the people said, well, you know, this is what you got to do to go home. That turned it around. Well, you know, it, it turned it around because I was really thinking it was a bunch of bullshit. But when I sit there in front of the lady, and lady, you know, I tried to be sarcastic. I told the lady, the chance of me getting out of prison is like uh, uh, me uh, hitting the lottery. You know what I mean? One of a million chances. That ain't going to happen. So she was like, oh, you're really not that smart, Mr. Taylor. You think you're smart, but you're really not. Let me show you something. And she pulled out some paperwork and asked me, could I read? And I had a 12.5, and I felt offended. You know what I mean? I said, yeah, I could read. So she gave me the paper, and I read it. And the paper said, you know, shit. We let people out like this, you know, you don't have, you ain't killed nobody, you ain't, the, you, ain't the gun, you ain't the man with the gun, you just got caught up in the back, you can get out of prison, but you're fucking up. And when I read that, it was like, hold on, let me back this up, rewind now, you know, let me figure out, I got to get out of prison, I can't do this no more. I thought I was, this was it, but now that I know this ain't it no more, shit, I got to start making some changes, so that's what I had to do. And what did you do? What was the changes? You know, like I said, I had to find myself, I started going to these self-help groups. You know, doing the education that you oh, get yes. like GD and then. Oh, I had I had a GD already. I, I, I had a, a I graduated high school. 
I was I was never a dummy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. I was always smart. Because really sometimes they do that. They give somebody a test and like, nah. you know why you cause all these problems? Because you a big dummy. Without a doubt, you know. Without and, a doubt. And, and people, that's the, again, that's that facade thing. You know, if I can't read or write, fuck it. I, fuck I, it. I bet you I can kick somebody's ass. I can kick, I can kick a whole lot of ass. They don't take a calculator no. and fuck you up. No, not at all. I ain't got to read how to fuck you up. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Hey, I'll yeah. Like your that's, right. that's right. So, yeah, that's what happened. I, I started getting to these programs, and in the process of me trying to get these certificates just to, for the parole board, I started discovering stuff about myself as they were teaching these classes. I was like, wow, this is me. And I ain't never told this motherfucker my story. I ain't know I'm feeling. You know what I mean? I don't like this shit here. You know, but it was, right. it was scary, but it was enlightening at the same time exactly. to realize that, you know. Uh, you were finding yourself. Yes, sir. When I found myself, and I. And at that moment when I found myself, I had to gather all of the fellas around on the yard and say, listen, I'm no longer a part of this game-making shit. My name is Stacy from this point on. They didn't, they didn't PC you up? No, hell no. Absolutely not. I, I graduated from general population. Because they usually want some information if you, if you nah, PC. Well, no, you got to say, I went to the fellas. I didn't go to the police. So I went to my fellas and told them, hey, man, I'm no longer game-making. Right. And they had to respect it. No. And they did. Because yeah, 11 years, I was a terrorist in the penitentiary. What else <laughs> they going to do? You know what I'm saying? If he, he's saying he won't out, and if I'm saying he, we gonna they, give him a problem, he may in. be another team. He may want to use me as a victim. I don't want to be his victim. So, so it, you won't change. We all in for change, brother. So it wasn't it wasn't the blood in blood out. Oh no 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 no! It never was blood in and blood out with me. I never got jumped in the gang. I was born over there. Okay. And I, you know, straight out. But, but I just got to respect you and them. Say, look, fellas, I'm, I'm I'm doing. Oh yeah, because I was full fledged in at that time. Ain't no, you know. I'm just gonna separate myself without letting you know what I'm doing. Oh no 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 no! I'm separating myself for a better me. So so now you're talking about 10, 11 years. You're doing your thing. Yeah, but before you before you get out, you got you did what? 23 years. 23 years. years. Well, 22 years, 10 months, yeah. 11 days, 32 minutes, and 52 seconds. Somewhere around there. You know what I mean? Somewhere around there. Yes, sir. Somewhere around there. Yeah, I think you'd have a tattoo in this. I need you, shit. I'm scared of ink now, shit. So, so ain't as tough as I used to be, shit. How far into that, you know, like, like, like 20 years in, like, hey, man, we we, we thinking about letting you uh, uh, slide up out here pretty soon? Well, I, went to, I started going to parole board in 2007. Okay. I, I got rejected five, four times before right. they let me out. On the fifth well, like time, before, I had to put you, it together. Yeah, you ain't, you ain't getting out too soon. You ain't getting out full. So, by, by, by about 2000, 2013, I knew it was going to happen. It was okay. just a process. I knew. And, you know, I picked up a book called The Secret, really. And, and it what was it called? The Secret. What was that about? It's, it's a book to tell you it's about the law of attraction. And it tell you that uh, if you change your thoughts, you can change your life. What you, what, what you think is who you are. So I realized, I said, all right, I was a criminal. Shit, I thought like a criminal. All I want to do is crime, so that's who I was. Right. So I stopped thinking like a criminal, so I changed my thoughts. And it lets me know that if you, whatever you speak into existence, you can bring into fruition. It's, it's, you yeah, just got to believe it's definitely in it. the law of the universe. Law of the universe, without mm -hmm. a doubt. You got to, and we all connected to the universe, you know what I mean? Right. We all put out a certain energy. You know, you don't even have to know a person, but you can feel a person's energy. Oh, you're you know softier. I mean? <laughs> yeah, very soft. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, Until I get hard. <laughs> Here we go again. <laughs> I'm trying to keep this family. I'm trying to keep this family. Until <laughs> I get it. A brother's not going to get it. You know what? He lifted up. knocked the whole table over. Yeah, that's what I'm so please, don't, please, please don't touch me again. Because I've been going a long time. I'm that's, very sensitive. I'm I got a hair trigger. <laughs> so, so now. You got to fill it with uh, uh, Mr. Taylor number, whatever you were. Yes, uh, what, 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 you, you, we've already get you out of here. What, yes, what you thinking now? Time's coming. Time is coming. I, I finally come home. 
And, uh, gonna be released. Gonna be released. Gonna what was your feeling when they said we gonna let you go in, in sixty days, thirty days? What, well, but they just told the me, They just told me I was I was found suitable. It was a hell of a feeling, but I didn't know what day I was going until right. about five days ahead of time. Then I, I realized I was going out. And, uh, so day five, what happened? Day five, I got the paper in the mail that said you out of here in, in, in five more days. I said, oh, this is really over. And on the, on that day, I walked out, man. And okay, that, I was exactly. So happy. I have a question. I, I have a question. I'm gonna back up a little bit. Do you get like last meal preference or oh, anything? No. He wasn't on no, death row. No, 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 you know, started my new life, you know what I mean? And I told myself, you know, the comedy so did, didn't feel weird coming out because back then it was pagers. Pagers. <laughs> I had cell phones, I had the big ones though. All you could <laughs> do was call and get numbers. That's it. You couldn't have, it was over. It was call over. a person, somebody call you, that's it. No texting. No texting. Our mobile homes were, were the pay phones. No, I just started understanding what the texting is about. I, I didn't uh -huh. like texting for quite some time. Right. It didn't make sense. Call right. me if you want to talk to me. Right. But I don't want to really talk to you. I just want to, you know. Appease you a little bit, you know what I mean? So I punched the clock a little bit, you know what I mean? But it's simpler that way. Then you can do a whole lot of things as you text it, you know what I mean? It's and then what, what else did you have to get used to coming out? What, what, what are the things? Well, sex had changed when I came home. Sex had changed? Your sisters wasn't giving hair when I left the street in the 80s and the 90s. <laughs> Shit, you get your belly button kissed, you was a happy motherfucker boy back in the 80s and the 90s. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> sisters immediately suck dick now. They, don't even, they like soccer stars now, head first. They go right now. Thank you. Shit, I ain't gotta talk up. I ain't gotta talk up on this here. Shit, thank you. I appreciate you. Yes, beautiful thing. That changed. Me. And that's all that twenty-three years of building. Man, I, listen. I told my wife up. She didn't walk for three days. She's a walking miracle right now. She tried to get me to call the police. I, I can't call. I can't call the ambulance. I'm on parole. They violate me for that. So I gave her. I gave her top ramen and ibuprofen. That's what they gave me in prison. From the third day, her ass walked. She's a walking miracle. I love her to death. <laughs> that is, you know what? That is so cool. Cause I'd be scared out my ass, don't you do it? And you make light of it. That 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 is what you gotta do. That's what I gotta you, do. You, you gotta make light of it. You know. And kids, remember that book called Secrets? The Secret. The Secret. The Secret. Boy, kids, you're 13, 14, 15 year olds, bang, gang banging, thinking you ain't gonna act a fool. Get the goddamn book. Get the book. That's the reason. This this exact reason why we do what we do on this podcast. We try to give information. Uh, well, doesn't matter whether to go get. Some good food, or figure how you, how your life gonna come out. Uh, like she said, "Can you eat your last supper?" Yeah, act like you were walking down. And we were going. Would you prefer to get electrocuted? So, 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 what do you do now? I mean, well, you know, since being home, I came home and uh, ninety days after being home, I bumped into this billionaire dude who owned the Westfield Malls, Peter, and uh, he bought me a BMW. And uh, he bought you a BMW. What BMW. did you do for that? I told jokes. He thought I was really funny. I happened to meet him on a chance meeting. A woman named Sunda Kuncrest. Uh, I went to her L.A. School of Comedy, and uh, my first time ever being on the stage, I talked about the things that fucked me up when I first right. came home. Exactly. It blew her away. That, that's got to be blew special. her away, and she was like, "Call me the next day. I'm gonna work with you." You told me that. I yeah, remember and, that. Yeah, and I, that's why you put me on when I told you the story. Right. He was like, "I gotta put you on, man." Right. And uh, so uh, yeah, the lady um, uh, and I, I wound up meeting the billionaire dude Peter, and he like I say. Bought me a BMW and in uh, four months of being home, I was sitting in New York City, bigger than the goddamn uh, in a hotel, now, bigger now than the place is, I live in what, right now. What Check. did you think when he told you I'm gonna buy you a car? But the, the, the first thinking. But, but see, the first thing I happened was she said, "Well, she called me the next day. Say, remember the guy Peter, you had met?" I said, "Yeah, yeah, I remember him." 
She said, well, he likes you. I said, well, hold on. I just got out of the prison. I don't get out like that. You know what I'm saying? I'm yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't get out like that. She was like, well, no, no. He's a billionaire, and he likes your, he likes your story. He want to work with you. And shit. I said, okay. Next time I met the man, we talked, and uh, he gave me a contract. I signed it. And shit, he asked me, told me I needed a car. Shit, okay, well, shit, go get your BMW. He go, he go BMW for you. 2002, it was a little, little older, but it was nice. It's right, it, nice, it was a car. Great condition, yeah. Fresh you had a license and everything? No, I, I went and got one, shit, okay. lately, you know. And uh, like I say, he had me in New York, took me to Chicago, Washington, D.C., paid for me and my wife to get remarried again in uh, Vegas. And so was your wife there? Is this, is this a new a new wife? Well, or, I, me, well, or I met her. with you the whole time? No, no, no. I met her. I, I bought a legal cell phone from the police at $1,000, and I wanted to meet her on Facebook on the, on the cell phone. I was vicious. My <laughs> conversation is impeccable. Oh, yeah, I got good conversation now. So I stimulate the mind first. I, then I get the body. See what I'm saying? I, I, I work on the mind first. I don't want the body. I get the mind, and then I bring the body in, see? So that's why I was good. My you know, type of man yes, right here. Yeah, get the mind and then get, get some good eyes. That's right. <laughs> so you gotta stimulate the mind. Because I don't want, I don't want just a regular old screw. I want to have a woman that's really in tune to what I'm, what I'm doing and what we, you know, we didn't talk. We didn't, we, we didn't have a meeting to the mind. See, once you have a meeting of the minds and you come, that's the best feeling ever. The sex is just an added bonus to come along with. Wow. I, I call it the icing on the cake. The icing on the cake. I think I might have to get locked up to get that. No, out. don't get locked up. Because right now they're passing out condoms in prison. So you might not want to go there yeah, now. Yeah, that, in prison. That is so nice. They got, a, they got a condom dispensary. You probably ain't never seen one on the street, but they got them in prison. I'm just telling you the facts, Jack. They don't have any commissary. Can, can I get some, some ramen noodles and two condoms, please? No. No, you, you ain't got to ask for the cake. You just go to the dispensary. You got to look and just pull it on out of there. Get as many as you need. What? How did you deal with that? You had to knock motherfuckers out or no, that just oh, you don't want to talk about it? No, no, they just started. I never had, no, never, never. See, my lifestyle of who I was and me coming to prison don't and the even, shit I was doing, don't even try. that never even, it, it, you know. But see, prison is it's more gayer on the street than it is in prison. This shit out here is really gay. The skinny jeans. They wear skinny with the rips. And why dudes want their thighs busting through their jeans? Doing their eyebrows. Man, some of these dudes build like their mamas from the back, too. They got childbed hips on them. And you know what? It's <laughs> childbed <laughs> hips on some of these say dudes. something, because yes. you're still a young little girl. Yes. Thank you for well, the what are these dudes? What are, what are these dudes doing with the skinny jeans? And, I don't like that whole metrosexual thing. That, that is that, nasty. That is not, not, Fellas, I'm not into that. Take those goddamn skinny <laughs> jeans off. I got some skinny jeans. That's Definitely why, if you build like your mom. I had to buy two pairs to fit in one. Yeah, skinny jeans don't do shit. And then they, they do their eyebrows and, and pedicures and manicures. They pierce and they tongues and they, and, and they faces. Hey, that, that, and that might work. That, that might work. A girl can do it. A girl? For a girl, girl yes. Yeah, that, yeah I, I, I'm old school. Is, I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't do that. I don't do none of that. But that, that, that's, yeah, that's, that's a mess. It's a little scary. So what, what, you, what you got coming up? What you got coming up, Stacey? Well, uh, on uh, September the 8th. September 8th? I'm at the Kingston uh, Cafe and... Kingston Cafe. Pasadena. Pasadena. Okay, I know where that's at. That, that's on uh, Fair, Fair Oaks. Yep, I'm on, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm on uh, the Kingston Cafe, 333 South Fair Oaks, Pasadena, California. Pasadena, California, uh, 333 South Fair Oaks in Pasadena. And then uh, that's the 8th of September in Pasadena. And right. then on, on the 25th, I'm at your spot doing your thing. Starting gate. You come with Rod. Yes, sir. Coming okay. back to do it again, man. Do it again. Yes, sir. See, and you like this spot? Oh, I like this spot. Do, I got some new spot. shit for you, too. I'm ready uh -oh. to light it up. You... I've been practicing a whole lot. I got my own spot. I do a show every other Saturday. I'm in Inglewood at the Hooker Lounge, 1041 South Prairie. I'm there this Saturday. Come check me out. I got a hell of a lineup coming on. 
Show starts at uh, doors open at eight. Show starts. You know, we on black folks' time. Anyway, right. you know, just get there. You know, I'm done with it. We get there. Just get there. Doors open at eight, but we may start about nine, nine thirty. You know, but you get there. That's the whole point. And it's smoke friendly. Only uh, marijuana, no tobacco products whatsoever. Smoke friendly. Smoke friendly. Indoor. Inside. Oh shit! It's a beautiful joint I got. I wouldn't have it no other way. I got to be able to smoke to tell jokes. So you smoke weed? I smell. I, I blow weed. Yeah. See, smoking is some other shit. I blows weed. Yes, sir. So this cool. So you know, finishing up this thing, man. What what uh, um, shout outs? Who 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 you want to throw a shout out to, man? Let, let somebody know something. Well, I want to give a shout out to my wife. You know what I mean for holding me down the last, you know, these eight years that you know I've been in the prison coming home. I want to give it a shout out for my boy Rod West because he picked me up sight unseen, you know what I mean, and, and made me his co-host. I think I've been home about ninety days at that time. You know what I mean. So I appreciate him. And, uh, you know, a bunch of people that helped me out, Scrancho, you know, Katie Ringer, all the comments that come to my shows and do my shows, I can't name everybody, but I'm on Facebook, it's Stacey Taylor Sr., you can catch me there, I'm on Instagram, it's Stacey uh, Comedian, and, uh, you know, you can check me out, I'm doing my thing real tough, you know, I'm trying to, you know, give a whole bunch of laughter back to the world, because I put a whole lot of pain in it, so I'm trying to, you yeah, know, make a, up for it now. That's a great way of looking at it. You know what, man? It, it's been a privilege Thank you. being able to talk to you. Likewise. Uh, you know, and, and I, I know some of the people out there listening would think the same thing like you know what I, I just I, I look behind this the scenes of somebody just thinking they funny there's a story to everybody because a lot of comics are introverts uh you know they, they do some funky things now here you go i ask that same question say something think think of something that, that say something that nobody knows about mr stacy taylor what, what, what's some of the people they gonna find out for the first time that stacy taylor something about you Shit, I, i'm kind of like open book you if you didn't know you can google me Stacy Taylor comedian and I will pop up. So a lot of people don't know that. So I feel privileged, you know what I mean? Fresh out of prison, you can Google me and I pop up and I ain't in prison no more. So that's one thing you may not know about me. Another thing about me is uh Cause usually prison time usually hush hush. Yeah, a lot of time. And another good thing that another thing that people don't know about me is uh I got a thing for fat girls and midgets at the same time. You know, I don't know which one I got. I like them both. I'm trying to have a threesome. <laughs> one time with, with, with the fat girl and the midget. You know what I'm saying? That's probably what you don't know about me, but hey. <laughs> Don't judge me, okay? I've been locked up a long time. <laughs> to each their own safety. And that's cool, man. Y'all just say, say, say goodbye. To, to it was Mr. a pleasure Stacey. having you today. God bless you. Thank you. It was awesome, man. Uh, yeah, endeavors, awesome. major endeavors to you, my brother. Uh, I, I hope I hope it works out. And keep giving back. If there's not a podcast, do your own thing and, and spit it out there. Let, let the kids and the people know that, that you, you real. And you, you're trying to save you trying to save some kids. Without a doubt, man. I'm trying to help a whole lot of kids not go down that pathway that I did because I didn't know them better. But like I say, information is key for the parents who don't uh didn't understand why their kids is going through something. Something's wrong with them. They're not just acting up for nothing. You need to sit down and talk to them. That's all I can tell you. There we go. Hey, thank you guys so much for listening to your Cochino Comedy Podcast Show right here at DG Boxing. 5660 East PCH. Don't forget, come in here. Say Cochino. Tell him what you want to do. He'll give you a shirt. Put a sticker on your car. All that kind of stuff. We're always trying to give back. Don't forget, every Tuesday night, 9 o'clock, the starting gate, 5250 on Catella Avenue right there in the city of Los Alamitos. And don't forget, Yachty, get on that thing and tell us. Uh, tell, we want to get you added on some stuff. Tell us tell us what your um, social media is. Where can they, where can they reach you? I'm on Instagram as Sparkle69. Don't ask about the 69, just <laughs> go with it. And on Facebook. I'm oh, Gina. <laughs> just a little bit. <laughs> so that, that's cool. So she's gonna be my little co-host. You guys, you guys will be hearing her. And make sure you guys add her, check her out. And, and that way you can at least touch yourself while you're listening. 
Um, we do that thing here. My boy DJ is in the house right now. Uh, just come and talk to him, man, and, and get your workout. Some of you people, I mean, I'm not trying to get in here, but man, my, 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 I, I, I'm scared. Uh, they, he works the shit out the kids here. Uh, but I'm telling you, there's results. Got a couple pro fighters out this spot. Uh, we, we, we have a great time here every, every Sunday. So don't forget, man, 562-986-9421. And remember, you can get me on Instagram under Cochino Com underscore comedy, or you can get me on Facebook under Comedian Cochino. Thank you guys so much. We'll see you guys next week. Talk to you later. See you on the next episode.